a podcast. Did your radio show get canceled? Fire, fire, fire. Low down and filthy, but the discipline is on point. Schooled myself, made my own dojo. A cold flow with the whole dose of soul. Maintain composure, even in theory. An anomaly, properties undiscernible to mere peasants. This week on the Pete the Planner Show, I'm on location in Pasadena, California. And millennial producer Nicole is running the board back home. Hello, Nicole. Hi, Pete. This is weird. Uh, you don't have to look at me today, so that's probably good. <laughs> I was just going to say, this is like the longest conversation I've had with you in over a week now. I know. That's good for you. And my voice is back. The return of the voice. Nicole, I do have to warn you, though, during our conversation here uh, today. Yes. You may hear a squawking in the background, and you may say, Kate? Which is what? <laughs> that sound is the famed Pasadena parrots. The wild parrots that live in Pasadena that fly <laughs> through the air and squawk like uh, a car alarm. Like so a pterodactyl. So kind of, yeah, actually. Uh, have you ever sent you a little video clip of the, the, the parrots going nuts? No, you haven't. I should. You should. I will. Especially after this, now I'm curious. Oh, yeah. So I got a big day today. Uh, oh, 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 by the way, let's talk about what's on the show today. Yeah. This just almost turned into like a friendly conversation. Right, um, just catching up. <laughs> oh, how are you doing, buddy? Um, so here's what's on the show today, everybody. Uh, I have a lot of travel coming up. Clearly, I'm in uh, Pasadena right now. And so we're going to talk about cost of living around the United States, how it impacts where you work and how your employer pays you and where companies locate to and so on and so forth. Did you hear that squawking? I did. Just barely, though. Yeah, that's a parrot. Uh, So that's what we're talking about today. Does that work for you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Where was I going with this? Oh, here's what I got today. (laughs) I'm uh, doing the show here with you all. I'm going to go to this Italian grocery store in Pasadena and get something called the sandwich, which is just this sandwich this old Italian guy makes you, and he chooses the ingredients. You just say, I'd like a sandwich. He chooses it. Oh, my God. And then you eat the sandwich. It's like world famous. Delicious. I, I was going to say, I feel like if you're going to do that, though, like he would be one to be well trusted for that if you're getting the sandwich. No, I mean, he's sort of the original sandwich artiste. I think Subway ripped him off. Wow. What a title to have. I know. Then I'm heading to Disney, the Magic Kingdom, to talk to some people about money. All right. So, Frank, cost of living. You know, uh, we're going to base our conversation off of uh, where we are based out of, normally, the Final. Indianapolis, <laughs> Indiana area. Okay, so we're going to use that as ground zero of affordable living. And frankly, Frank, but it is affordable, right? Yeah, actually, I had the opportunity to travel here about two and a half months ago when I got that lovely black eye. And we had that harsh reality of even just being, you know, a couple thousand miles to the west and what that looked like for prices. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to use a base income. I had to choose an income to compare everything to today. So we're gonna we're gonna take fifty thousand dollars of Indianapolis income. Do you want to do that? We can use a different number if you want. What do you want to do? Let's make this about you. What, what number? Do you <laughs> no, I think fifty is good because it's 50? not. Yeah, it's nothing out strenuous, but it's nothing. It, you're not like I don't know. You're not doing a part time. Some way. I, we, I went on a date with my sister-in-law last night uh, <laughs> uh, to, to meet my brother-in-law for a drink. And uh, we uh, we started talking about money and, and what they get paid out here versus what you get paid back home uh, where we are home in Indianapolis. And it just occurred to me, it's like, man, 
things is different. So let's take $50,000. We're going to take various different cities uh, throughout today's show. We're going to talk about the cost of living in different cities. And, and then again, sort of the, the ramifications for retirement. Uh, and here's the sneak preview of that, Nicole. Ooh. If you can put $18,500 a, a year away into your 401k right now, that is the maximum 49 years old and younger, right? That is the max out. Yeah, yeah. If $18,500 in Indianapolis is worth something, $18,500 is worth a lot less than other places. So its impact in terms of the tax benefit Mm -hmm. is stupid. It doesn't even make sense. Silly. All right. So here's where where do you want to start? I I started the week in San Francisco. So uh, let's start there. To uh, earn... Uh, the equivalent of $50,000 in Indianapolis. In San Francisco, according to Nerd Wallet's cost of living calculator, you would have to earn $96,626. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. No way. Yeah. What? Yeah, and so what, there's a lot that goes into this calculation, but one of the important elements here is like, what are the individual um, expense categories? that make this so. Yeah. For instance, with San Francisco, housing prices are 290% higher than they are in Indianapolis, Indiana. 290%. Yeah, dude, if you had a two-bedroom apartment to rent in Indy, it costs about $1,003 a month on average. Now, oh my gosh. I don't know. We we live there. Do you do you believe that to be accurate? Yeah. Well, actually, it's funny that you brought this like where we're choosing to because my special friend has a really good friend from high school who lives in a little suburb like right outside LA. It's not even one of the most prestigious areas. And he and his brother split a two bedroom apartment and their rent a month is like 2000 and change. Okay. What, what, what area? Can you tell me? Oh, I don't, it is. It's like a little, it's right outside LA. He works in LA and then okay. he drives we'll, like we'll a half hour outside we'll get of to LA. Start. So in San Francisco for that same apartment. And I don't know if I believe this number because, uh, having been out there and having friends in San Francisco, I I don't believe this number. $3,519 a month for that same apartment, which again, I I, I, honestly, I don't know if I buy that because I have friends that rent out there that pay a lot more for a lot less. Yeah. And then the the median home price, Nicole is crazier. Mm, So mm -mm. in, Indianapolis, a the median home price for a three bedroom, two bath home is two hundred and forty three thousand six hundred and ninety two dollars. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right on. In uh, San Francisco, Mm-mm. it is one million one thousand dollars for the same home. <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! Think about the cornfields of Central Indiana that are now production home neighborhoods right? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's like, that's exactly what I go to is just thinking about, cause in that was one of those two, like the median price that you just gave, that's not even like a small home, like a two bedroom home or anything like that's given you some decent sized living space. In addition to probably a little bit of land that you live on. Right. Yeah. Enough to put a, a fence up to, uh, keep your dog in the yard. Right? <laughs> I didn't know where you were going to go with that. I didn't either, actually. That's what happened. <laughs> a Pasadena parrot flew by and I got distracted. Uh, a couple other elements here before we move on to a different city. Transportation costs are 43% higher in San Francisco than Indianapolis. Food costs are 39% higher. 
entertainment costs are 22% higher, and then healthcare costs is 21% higher. So let's actually move down the road from San Francisco to more the Los Angeles area. Yeah. And actually, I'm going to choose Long Beach. I don't know why. Just feels good. Why am I choosing Long Beach? (laughs) I don't know. Let's. You know what? It's it's my choice. That's what we're choosing. Yeah. Then you just go Uh, with it. 55% 55% higher. The cost of living in Long Beach, California is 55% higher than Indianapolis. You would have to earn $77,489 to uh, have the $50,000 income of oh Central Indiana. God. I'm absolutely just shook. <laughs> I, I am, though. And it's like one of those who this isn't even the first time that I've heard this information. Like, I'm very well aware of it, especially when my special friend's best friend was home over Christmas break. We were talking about how he'll go out and get a beverage or two. And there's like 30 or 35 dollars just for drinks on a yeah. random night. Well, you know, we, we were talking last night with my my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, like their home value has gone up in the last Oh man, I don't know. Four years since they bought this place, mm-hmm. probably twenty-five percent. Oh my god! Um, Mrs. Planner and I, the home we bought in two thousand seven, has maybe gone up ten percent over a decade. <laughs> maybe. So, and and we'll get there. I mean, I, I think part of the strategy, what we're going to be talking about here shortly, is if you're in a high, if you're in an area like. Pasadena or, or LA or San Francisco, and you intend to move out of that area in, in a defined period of time, like, hey, we are going to be here for five years and then we're rolling out. Mm-hmm. I think, Nicole, yes. that a great wealth building strategy is to force yourself into home ownership while you're here and let the appreciation of the market build wealth. So when you leave and you sell your house for hundreds of thousands of dollars more, and you go to a lower cost area to live, like in Indianapolis. Yeah, you you've made huge inroads. One of my best friends moved from Honolulu um, back to Indianapolis early in his career, mm-hmm. uh, having moved out there with his wife. They did that. They for, forced themselves. They struggled to buy a condo, and when they left, they made hundreds of thousands of dollars and was able to buy a home for cash when they came back oh, to Central Indiana. What an ideal situation. It is, but it's sticky. So what we're going to do after the break, we're going to come back, hit a couple more cities. I mean, I think the cities are interesting. We'll get to Manhattan, of course, and um, maybe we'll try to find a place that's cheaper to live in, like Boise or something, than uh, central Indiana. Then we're going to talk about why places like Amazon, when they choose to put a headquarters somewhere, why this stuff matters. This is the Pasadena Parrot edition of the Pete the Planner show. There's a lot of alliteration there. Isn't Pasadena Parrot Pete the Planner? You get that, Nicole? I was going to say, I kind of like how that already wrote itself for a title. It really did. That helped you with your blog post this week. All right. So all this uh, and more, (laughs) the cost of living calculator, that's alliteration too. Pasadena Parrot Pete the Planner show. Be back in just a moment. Stop what you're doing. And hit Pete up on Twitter at Pete the Planner. Question the right of any man. The voice his opinion is strong against any can. But then again, many men are citizens of their own little world, so they ain't really fitting in. I'm in the background blending in. Camouflage by the 
Back on the Pete the Planner show, the uh, field correspondent, Peter Dunn, on the road in Pasadena, California today. Nicole, the man in the studio back home. Hey, buddy. Hey. I don't know what my voice just just did there, but whatever. That was really weird. Uh, Cost of living (laughs) is the topic today. So, uh, Nicole, when we were out last night, we went to a cocktail lounge, like a really nice cocktail lounge, and you know it was going to be expensive because the bartender had a man bun and a beard. Oh, yeah, that's just right? setting yourself up for some expensive hipster stuff. I was thinking like a $31, like, old-fashioned. It was only 14 bucks, <gasps> which isn't that bad. Right, I was just thinking, I was like, eh, it could have been worse, which is so sad. You know what's weird? I had a business meeting. Why would I say business meeting? Was that weird how I just said business meeting? I don't know. I guess you could have like a variety of meetings. Like we have meetings, but I don't, I wouldn't always consider them bis- business meetings. I think you should start calling them business meetings. It makes you sound very official. <laughs> I was in a business meeting yesterday morning in downtown LA <gasps> at this iconic restaurant called uh, the Pacific Dining Car. Ooh. You're going to have to look this place up. Yeah, I'm going to have to get on the Googles. And there were five of us eating breakfast, and we just ordered food. Like, we just ordered, like, I had an egg white omelet with chicken and zucchini. Why? Because I'm physically fit. By the way, we're on day 129 of working out in a row. Oh, my gosh. We haven't had an update in a minute, it feels like. Yeah. Up to uh, day 129, I've uh, worked out through my illness, which is probably why I stayed sick longer. So, go figure. (laughs) And the five of us ate breakfast. Nicole, I want you to guess how much breakfast cost for five people. Nothing. One person had oatmeal and we all had coffee. Okay. One person had tea. Uh, it wasn't me. Uh, how much was breakfast? With tip. I'm yeah. going to guess you're getting close to 200 bucks. 200 bucks. Yeah. 20 bucks for each of you. Especially if so, like you guys having coffee and whatnot. Three or four bucks for a cup of coffee tea yeah oh my god i totally believe it which is sad but i believe it which might make I it worse 32 dollar egg white omelet <gasps> no no way i wonder if the chicken that laid the egg got paid more I, it probably did and you know i sound like an old guy complaining about the the omelet was 32 dollars but, like, but the omelet was 32 dollars i'm sorry right. All right, New York City, Manhattan. Manhattan. Uh, to make $50,000, the equivalent of $50,000 in Indianapolis money. Money. You would need to earn $125,000. Oh, my God. Um, the cost of housing is 469% higher. 100% believe it. An apartment, instead of being $1,003, a two-bedroom apartment, the median... Uh, apartment uh, room in Manhattan is $4,088 a month. And by the way, bedroom is going to be used quite liberally there uh, because it's really a broom closet. Yeah. And, and like a cubby hole. Oh my and gosh. And that's yeah. 4000 bucks. I have a sorority sister who works for Macy's and she says that she could have like made a down payment and comfortably had a more uh, like 15 year mortgage. Yeah. for yeah. what she pays for her one bedroom out of quote unquote three bedroom apartment that she has two other roommates with. The median home price for a three bedroom, two bath uh, home, of course, in Indianapolis per the last segment is $243,000. And in New York to get a home with three bedrooms and two baths would cost a brother $1.6 million in change. 
<laughs> you know? I just... You know the funny... One of the weird things about, uh, you know, looking at this stuff here, too, is the increase in entertainment costs in New York City. Uh, the average movie price is uh, 50% higher. Yeah. Bowling is 300% more. Bowling? Like, of all things, that's uh, what's pricey. A six-pack of Heineken, though, is only uh, uh, 50% more. Oh. The bowling, though, that's a lot of real estate. Those lanes, man. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, you know, Amazon is trying to pick a second headquarters, and this is like the big talk, especially in central Indiana, because uh, Indianapolis is one of the final 20 uh, to have a chance at headquarters. And I'd like to do a show, like a full show on this sometime because, well, maybe we'll do it after the selection's made because right. God forbid my perspective on it. Uh, <laughs> they were like, well, we were going to come to Indianapolis. Right. I don't but this that. Pete the Planner and Nicole got on their radio show That's and right. we changed uh, our minds. I have a good friend who who has a pretty large business in central Indiana and, and he and I were talking about it once mm-hmm. and we all talk about what a great thing it would be for Amazon to come, but his perspective as to why it would be awful is really intriguing. And actually, Frank, you and I might have to talk about this off the air at some point, and yeah. then we'll see if it can translate to a segment. I was going to sure. say, because I've heard mixed opinions as well, and it is, it's really interesting why people are against it, because I'm just like, ah, you're not completely wrong. Well, I mean, you think about our hiring process. Why are we getting into this? Uh, anyway, Ugh. you think about our hiring processes, Nicole, that we have uh, at, at work. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much harder it would be? Oh, yeah. To oh. get good talent for the for the what is now the right price, what would then be the wrong price? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's like one of those. Yes, there are so many advantages, but also then there are little things, especially for small businesses like ourselves, where what a challenge that would present us with. So if Amazon were to go to Manhattan, which is a possibility, or Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. um, and, and we're making stuff up here, but let's say their average salary was $50,000 that they, they were going to pay their employees, like these thousands and thousands of employees. Nicole, they would have to pay, you know, dollars are dollars when you spend them nationally. They would have to pay 150% more <sighs> To employ the same person in New York than they would in Indianapolis. Oh my gosh. And, and, or my voice, I'll try to make it higher and higher. And, and <laughs> the real estate that they would have to buy would be so much more expensive as a, as a company when there are cornfields we can fill in that real estate with in central Indiana. Right. Oh my gosh. My mind just goes to like example for us. We're fortunate to have a, you know, a big business like Salesforce downtown, but still they occupy an entire building that used to not be theirs. So that's the impact that, that that's the impact of why this cost of living stuff is so important. So here's what we're going to do. We're take one more break. Actually, we have several more breaks. We have any break with two more breaks. Let's take another break right now. (laughs) And when we come back, I want to talk about how to take advantage of cost of living differences and how not to take advantage of cost of living <laughs> So all that and more in the Pasadena Parrots version of the Pete the Planner Show. We'll be back after these words. I'm 
Max Hand on the beat. Yes, sir. Glasshouse. Yes, sir. Mr. Kinetic, Rusty Redenbacher. ATFU. Naptown. Cashing in like the end of the game at the casino. I lean so the glare of the rear view don't hit me. Swiftly through the avenues and boulevards. Old soul playing on my speakers. Old soul but young and age of lost player. Not from the Himalayas, but my fam gave me every Indiana game. Grew up around the country but the mind. Back on the Pete the Planner Show, cost of living edition of the show. Live, and by live, I mean recorded in Pasadena, California, <laughs> and uh, Carmel, Indiana. Hey, hey Nicole. Hey, Pete. Um, you know, next week I will be in Boston and Atlanta. So Nicole, I ask you your choice. You're the producer here. Yeah. Which show shall we record the show in? Do you, do you care? Ooh, I see uh, Boston's got a soft place in my heart. So we'll probably go to Boston. Do you ever listen to the music of the city you're in on your phone or whatever, when you're in the city? That's a big thing I like to do. Like when I was in uh, the Bay Area, which was San Francisco, not Oakland. But you know, when people say Bay Area, they yeah, mean yeah. Oakland. But yeah. I was there earlier this week, and I was listening to, of course, E40 and Too Short, because that's what you have to do. That's what you have to do. And then, you know, Kendrick Lamar out here mm-hmm. in L.A. Hello, Kendrick. Atlanta, I will be listening to, uh, of course, Outcast. Boston, what am I going to listen to in Boston? I don't know. John Fogarty? Like, what? <laughs> what? Is he from Boston? No one knows. I don't know. Okay. No one knows. Was it Everlast from uh, from House of Pain? Oh, no. Is no he from Boston? I don't know. See, again, no one knows and no one cares except us. All right. So here's how you leverage the cost of living. Ooh, before you go advantage. on, it is kind of great because there will be times where it'll just distort your voice like for a couple seconds and you sound a little robo. It's cool. What if I were a cyborg? <laughs> I like how we've trans- We've gone from what if I got really good looking to yeah. what if I was a cyborg? Nicole, in the San Francisco airport this week, I met a fan of the show. <gasps> a fan Random of the show? Random guy came up to me and uh, he, he, he said he listened to the show. He was from Denver. I think his name was Bob. So, Bob, if you're listening right now, That's Nicole, so I cool. say hello. Yes, hello. Oh, it's so cool. That's a weird thing. Just so you know, I like it. Right. I like it. Like the fact that we reached someone in Denver who you happen to cross paths with in San Francisco. Like that's cool. The universe is cool. No one cares. All right. So listen, everyone cares. Let's say that you are interviewing for a job and and let's call it a top 10 expensive city. Okay. Okay. So let's, let's populate that list. New York, DC, San Diego, San Francisco, LA, right? Right. You know, those sorts of cities. Those little little ditties. Let's say you're interviewing for a job there in which you're able to work remotely. What's yes. interesting about that is like, and you don't, because there's those opportunities. In fact, Nicole, we have employees that work remotely yeah. all over this country. Which is really cool. So if you're doing that, the wage is going to be based on, most likely, depending on the company. Yeah where the company is based. Oh. And, Which could either be really no good. And when we do business yeah. with businesses in these areas, mm-hmm. we quote them our our fees. Yeah. And 
it is more affordable to hire us in bigger cities because the cost of living and to do business in Indianapolis is cheaper than to do it in San Francisco. Wow. I never so thought anyway. about that. The, the more you know. All right. So here's here's the thought. Let's say you're right out of college, mm-hmm. which you're not right out. You kind of are, but you aren't. Right. right? Yeah. That's like one of those. Because and it was it's weird. Like I got that whole timeline is wishy washy since I was essentially working full time before I graduated and walked. So, yeah. Right. Right. So here's the thing. Let's say you interview at a Salesforce or I don't know why we keep picking Salesforce, but we are. Because it's the big, it's just the big one around here. And you're going to work remotely or you're going to, I don't know, whatever. And and then you get to choose the place you want to live. And you don't particularly care other than you want to choose somewhere cool, right? Whatever. Cool. You could take the income based out of the big city and, and live somewhere super affordable. Yeah. Like, like crazy affordable. Um, let, let's go. Let's go to Boise. What do you think about that? Boise, I Idaho. I don't know. I've never heard Boise being super affordable, but I'm intrigued what that cost of living looks like. Because I, well, I don't know. I've just sort of made this up. I could be wrong. I was gonna say because I think oh. even Indianapolis's cost of living is fairly generous for what we get. You know, the cost of living is 1% higher in Indianapolis than it is in Boise. Wow. So we do have it really good. <laughs> yeah. It's oh so weird. So housing is 1% higher in... Wait, hold on. I currently live in Boise and I want to live in it. 1% higher in Indianapolis, the cost of housing. Mm-hmm. Transportation is 12% lower. Oh, because the price of gas is higher in Boise than Indy. Okay. Healthcare cost is 7% lower in Indy than Boise. So weird, right? Yeah, really weird. So you and I have a, a, a mutual friend who lives in the, uh, yeah, you know, in the Colorado yeah. area uh, who works for an Indian, Indianapolis-based company. I'm so glad you brought right? this up because I was already thinking about this. So he lives in Boulder. Yeah. Uh, so let's, let's, let's do this, uh, Boulder wise here. Let's see what the, what, what the realities of that is. Cause he's getting an Indianapolis based wage, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, okay. Let's find Grand Junction, Glenwood Springs. That's the closest we're going to find. The cost of living is 6% lower in Denver, Colorado. Oh wait, hold on. That's the problem. Sorry. You're good. Sorry, everybody. It's my first time hosting a radio show over Skype. <laughs> uh, the cost of living is 20% higher in Denver than okay. it is in Indianapolis. That's not terrible. Right? Compared to what we were just looking at, that's really not that bad. It, yeah, it isn't. But the weird thing is, let's say the person makes 50. Yeah. Which I mean, he probably does. Let's say he makes 50. He would have to earn 60 to live the 50 lifestyle in Denver. Okay. Right? So that is to say his quality of life, because he's working for a company based in an inexpensive area and he's living in an expensive area, his quality of life his, his, is, not, is not great Mm-mm. compared to living in Indianapolis. However, However, when you're able to walk out your door and climb a mountain, your quality of life shifts a little bit. Just a, you know, just a touch. And... and I think that's where I want to take the, the, the rest of the show is this idea that 
just because you can get a better house or food is cheaper or, or it, it means nothing because yeah. where you live is really about interacting with your community and what is there to do based on your interests. Do you like weather? Do you hate weather? Um, and I think too many people don't give them a ch- give themselves the bandwidth mm-hmm. or the, uh, they have the courage to move from where they grew up. Yes. I didn't. I don't. I, I love living in central Indiana, but I have never seriously considered moving. Yeah, it's it's interesting because right now, obviously, it, it people have kind of encouraged my special friend and I that if we're going to move, that now would be the time to move before we would ever consider moving back to have family around us when we had kids. But it's one of those. It's so hard to kind of consider doing that when we both make very comfortable livings and get to go to live shows as essentially as frequently as we want to. And it's really yeah. hard to kind of give that up to live somewhere else. And then again, I mean, you, everything factors into it. I mean, you think about my, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law each commute 90 minutes one way. Yeah, no way. Dude, I commute if I walk six minutes and if I drive 41 seconds. Right. And that's like when I was even right now, my commute is between 20 minutes and a half hour, depending on what traffic looks like. And that's nothing. Right. And even then I'm just like, oh. Half hour is getting a little long, but I can't even imagine begin to like a 90 minute commute one way. Well, I, I think about my yes, my day yesterday full of business meetings. <laughs> business. Started with a $200 breakfast downtown. I then had a meeting in Pasadena and then I had a meeting in Beverly Hills. And by the time I got back to Pasadena, the day was over, Nicole. Yeah. <sighs> so here's the point. If if you are going to move, take this into consideration. Right. Please take this into consideration. And if you're going to move and and you, you're going to move without a job, right? You're going to say, well, I'll figure it out when I get there. Or maybe there is one job and the significant other is the person that still needs to find a job when they get there. You have to understand your lifestyle is going to change significantly. Significantly. And your retirement is going to change. I think... Again, we talked about this strategy earlier. If you're going to live in a super expensive city and you do feel like you have a hankering to move somewhere cheaper, <laughs> and in particular, there's my Midwesternness. Oh, I have a story for you here in a second. Oh, you um, do. To move to a cheaper place, use that to your advantage to, to take advantage of the real estate market in the more expensive area. And then when you move back, move back mortgage free um, in, in a cheaper place. And especially in retirement, because then you can retire um, with, with sort of West Coast money in, in a Midwest place where you're going to be able to have a more comfortable retirement from a healthcare perspective yeah. and just uh, you know living in general. Concur. Right, we're up against it. i got to hit the break, Nicole. <laughs> but know. I'm going to tell you my story uh, okay. when we get back. We're also going to have biggest waste of money of the week uh, and more. So this is the... Uh, have you heard any parrots? No? No, not yet. Not Well, not right. not within a couple minutes. All right, I'm in Pasadena, so maybe you'll hear the Pasadena parrots next here when we come back on the Pete the Planner show.
Every day living through the peace of my soul, I remain whole even in the middle of the pain. Even though my life has the rain, I still remain sane, writing and creating for my life. And my pen is my sword given by the Lord, and I use it to fight the tides of restriction. Sometimes I'm conflicted by myself looking at the trees too much and can't see the forest. Enemies shall inherit the earth, and I want to inherit something, something other than the high blood pressure and diabetes. So work is what I gotta do. Stay true to my enemy and water the trees that I sing from and look out for the lumberjacks. Running with the gale force wind at my back. Swift and enduring, I remain calm. Swift and enduring, I remain calm. Swift and enduring, I remain calm. This lays great errors to rest. Let me remain calm. All right, back on the Pete the Planner show. On the road in Pasadena this week, broadcasting to you uh, from Pasadena. Nicole's back in the studio. Hello, Frank. Hello. I don't know why I say hello to you at the beginning of every segment. I think it's because I'm not there. I know. I was going to say, this is really nice. I, I know that a lot of our coworkers don't get this time, but it's cool to just sit and have a conversation about whatever we want with you. You know, oddly enough, this is kind of what we talk about when we're just hanging out at the office anyway. Yeah, so maybe this is a little more productive. So for the next several weeks, what we're going to do is we are going to do the show on the road. So next week we'll be in either in Boston or uh, where's the other? Atlanta. And the next week, we're going to do Austin. And then I'll be back in California the week after that. So we're going to do it from there. So, uh, Nicole, I think we got to get used to this. I like, as and say, plot to us, what if I call in then when you're in the office and I'm in California? When you're at Coachella. Do, Coachella. If you do a live thing <gasps> from Coachella. Oh, my God. It is going to be. I don't be, know if I can handle that. I know. Oh, my gosh. We, we haven't even got to discuss about Beyonce and Jay-Z announcing their tour and what that means for the lineup for Coachella. Well, that is exciting. I, I would love to see Beyonce and Jay-Z, but I have to tell you, as I have told you, my worst nightmare is something like Coachella. See, and that's like, this is my, my I get to spend my birthday with Beyonce and now Jay-Z. But there's so many people and they're sweaty. Oh my you know, gosh. Like, Actually, uh, speaking of Coachella, my special friend did a really sweet thing. He went on to one of the clothing websites that I like, and he just bought my whole cart full of clothes that I wanted to get for Coachella. Oh my gosh. I know. What a sweetie, right? Big baller. Did he rob a bank? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't ask questions. For once, I did not ask questions. So this week's biggest waste of money of the week is, is not that, because mm. that's a very sweet thing right. to do. It's the $32 egg white omelet I had at the Pacific Dining Car in Los Angeles, California. Nicole, here's the thing. And I don't, I don't, uh, this is like a, a vocal Yelp review here. <laughs> um, I, of course, had to also valet park which was <gasps> complimentary, but I had to tip a fella. Yeah, you got to uh, tip a fella. But, you know, he, he, it was nice. I mean, he, he he took my car, drove it 71 feet. Safely. And then when I got handed him the ticket, he brought it back to me 71 feet. I handed him a few dollars after my friend bought me a $32 omelet. And the wow. omelet was, it was okay, you know? I could make a better omelet, in my opinion, that was is free 99 you know? And I was saying, yeah, during the break, you and I had a discussion as well where, where you know, they would say hashtag blessed to have yeah. a little local chain, a little breakfast local chain that does a really killer omelet. I was in an, an elevator uh, after a business meeting. Oh, I have another story. So many stories this week. Yes. And a guy was telling me that Pasadena was founded by, as he said, Indianans. Yes, Indianans. And I was like, my friend. We're Hoosiers. <laughs> Indianans is funny, though. Okay, so this is a little bit of a weird story, and I, I, I am hesitant to tell it, which means 
I should definitely tell it. Yeah, it is. Uh, oh, what, if I've learned anything from this radio show, it's that. So my friend and I were having lunch yesterday at a, a cheaper place uh, in Beverly Hills before a business meeting. It was only $20 and, for an omelet. Pro, no, I think I had a sand, like a $9 sandwich. Oh. Not bad. Yeah. And so he says to me, you know, we're in the heart of the Me Too movement right now. I mean, he's like, yeah. we are like, we're at the epicenter. And I was like, what? And he's like, you know, the Harvey Weinstein is like Beverly Hills. Like, this is the heart of it. And so I was like, yeah, I was like, that's interesting to think about. I mean, like, it was yeah. sort of just a weird comment and I, I acknowledged it. And you were like, let's just keep it moving now, though. <laughs> yeah, let's keep it moving. because <laughs> Let's not and talk so about this. We exit the sandwich shop and go up the elevator. There's this this building that <gasps> has two towers. I we saw go up oh my God. the elevator to the seventh floor to go to our meeting. And the elevator's open. Yeah. Yeah. And we are in the offices of Weinstein pictures or whatever no. it's called. Miramax. Oh my God. I saw your Instagram story. This yeah. just, I'm so glad you brought this up. Oh my God. Cause my special friend and I saw this yesterday and we were like, you were the last person that would be anywhere near this. Yeah. So what we did was we went in the wrong tower. <gasps> so we went in the West tower versus going to the East tower, something like that to the wrong floor. Oh. And, and so we just like, we were just talking about it. Like we didn't even, it was just like a weird thing. And we go up and like, we're there. Oh my God. The universe, Pete. It was spooky. Yeah. Oh my God. Wild. You know, you know, people like tuned into the show today going, man, I can't wait to hear some great financial information. Meanwhile, it's just Pete and Frank play catch up. <laughs> this is totally what we'd be talking about on uh, Treat Trolley Friday if I was oh, there. I'm so sad. We didn't even get to have like a final Treat Trolley before your mm. traveling began. Yeah, well, well I'll, I'll work out something for you guys. Don't you worry. All right. So oh, listen, thanks. Uh, let's do a couple more cities. Uh, compare cost of living to a couple more cities. What do you want to do? Any, any Anything interest you? I thought about. Well, I Googled and I saw that places in Texas and I think it was Memphis, Tennessee or something that those were some of those like, oh, yeah. Memphis, Tennessee is like the second cheapest place to live in really? the United States. Who would have thought? In Fayetteville, Arkansas? Uh, my daughter, Ollie, is convinced that Memphis is pronounced Memphis. <laughs> it's, it's Memphis. Oh, And I Ollie. don't have the heart to, oh, can I tell you a story? This yes. is awful. Yes. I should not tell the story. You've got 45 okay. seconds. So we have what? You have 45 seconds. Oh, I don't. I got two minutes. Huh? Oh, I'm talking at him, but go ahead. All right. So <laughs> let's edit that. Um, so uh, there's a substitute teacher in my daughter's class the other day. Yeah. And the kids weren't paying attention. And, and my daughter being my daughter, she's getting very upset. Yeah. That the kids aren't listening. Yeah. And she's on the student advisory council and she's in third grade mm -hmm. and she stands up. No. And she says, as your student advisory council representative, <laughs> I demand you start listening to the teacher. <laughs> oh my and God. all the kids told her to shut up and sit down. <gasps> kids are so up. mean. I mean really oh, but I, oh my God, she is the best for that. One, I'm 0% oh surprised, but it's even more amazing that she did that as your student council representative. Yeah, she played the I'm on the student council card, which really goes over well. Yeah, oh, it's got to go over well. But oh As my your god. Your bureaucratic official. <laughs> She's already uh, 
getting the, that card. Oh, she is so smart. Like she, oh, that's so wrap, good, but so uh, bad. Sorry, I stepped on you. Uh, as, no. as we wrap up in the next 48 seconds here, I did just look up Austin, Texas, which everyone points to as like an amazingly cool place. Yeah, right? I have an old dance colleague that now lives there. Which I will be there in, in two weeks, right? So yes. for next, I know one knows. It is only 4% higher than Indianapolis. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Like that's the sort of place. Yeah. Right? That's, that, oh my gosh. Yeah. No, that's why she did that. Best. Yeah. Cause cool. she was so comfortable there still. Well, we got to wrap this show up. Uh, thanks everyone for uh, listening to Frank and I catching up like uh, two little girls, uh, <laughs> teeny boppers catching up on the weeks. Um, next week we'll broadcast from uh, Boston or Atlanta. You choose. You know what? Email us, askpete at petetheplanner.com. Tell us which city to uh, broadcast from or Twitter at petetheplanner, Boston or Atlanta. Thanks, Frank, as always, and reminding you, send you good vibes because good vibes are all that's in the budget. I'm Pete the Planner, and I'm in Pasadena. If you want to be on this podcast and have Pete fix your money like then hit us up at petetheplanner.com slash podcast. You heard me. Petetheplanner.com slash podcast. Log on. This is for information purposes only. It's not the Swiss financial planning device. Consult a financial divisor. Released from Everest, the fresh is fresh, and you can call me E.T. Word to John Tesh. Let me bless this harmonic presentation. It's amazing, so amazing. I'm the reason. Uh, salutations. I bring you love, trying greetings from a faraway land. I am the soul controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, trying can restore your health. I bring you greetings. Uh, Salutations, how you doing? And is that how y'all say it? The tinkling of the keys is an homage to the little, little star. I sojourn over poetic descriptions of sound and travel to my other world. Out of this world, spaceship on my arm took me home, filled by the ink and the megabytes and the hypertext transfer protocol stronger than the Skynet and the Terminator. I push faders into warp speed, glide with ease, creating a breeze they call a black hole, event horizon, no rear view concerns. This I adjourn, adjourn. and beats I burn, I burn, I burn, I burn. This I adjourn, and beats I burn, I burn. Salutations, I bring you love, trying greetings from a faraway land. I am the soul controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, try, can restore your health. I bring you greetings. Uh, salutations, how you doing? And is that how y'all say it?